Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. service announcement. Good evening ladies and gentlemen and those of us yet to decide. Unfortunately our gorgeous naughty couple at the moment have currently been um, inflicted with a lurgy and we will apologise in advance but unfortunately you're going to have to put up with Tina Von Tees and of course Delicious Debs. We are the takeover team. So I will say now the adverts are out of the way as usual, thank goodness. Um, yes, we've actually just been thrown in at the deep end, quite literally. Buckle up, guys, for episode 63. 1963, cracky, that was a year. Oh, no, 63. What else happened in 63? Oh, I know, JFK got shot, didn't he? Well, well we'll be lucky if we don't get shot by the end of this. I know, I know, especially when we pull out that crap joke. Um <laughs> Which, evidently, there is a crap joke somewhere, so you'll have to wait and see where that comes into it. Um, it wouldn't be Vanilla to Vixen without a crap joke, would it? I know. So, anyway, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, I suppose, where do we start? I suppose, um, if you think about it, um, we got the inkling that things were going slightly awry in the naughty household when um, we went out on Saturday evening and they were both well and truly under the weather. Very much so. Mm, poor thoughts. Not firing on all cylinders, shall we say. Oh, I definitely think that their, uh, their, uh, their plugs were certainly blocked, weren't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. Trouble with the injectors. Ooh, you're the one with the naughty words, behave. So, um, here we go. So, apologies if this is rather disjointed and it's slightly um, all over the place. Well, um, the, uh, the lunatics have took over the asylum. So, at this point in the uh, situation, um, we've suddenly realised that there's something rather naughty missing, and that's the uh, vivacious... Um, Mrs N and her laugh. Mm. So, you're going to have to put up with mine. So, ordinarily, when we're recording, I muffle my laugh because nobody can compete with Mrs N. She has got the most remarkable laugh ever. So, you're going to have to have my it's feeble... Not, it's not remarkable. It just shatters glasses, doesn't it, occasionally? <laughs> See, mine's just filth. Mine is just pure filth. Yours has always been filth. <laughs> I know exactly what your filth is like. I've seen your bloody filth. I've seen the back of your phone, you dirty woman. 
Jesus. You see in the front of my phone as well. But it's always useful in Asda, you know, when some nosy bastard is looking over your shoulder in Asda. Yeah, yeah, just bring a cock pickup. They look the other way, go bright red and and kind of shuffle around in their basket for a little while. realise how insignificant they are (laughs) in comparison to what you're used to. Absolutely. (laughs) I thought it was just me that was a greedy girl. Right, so so picture the scene. There we are. This is... um, a very, very 11th hour, isn't it? And uh, I made a phone call and a message to the naughty couple and it was totally ignored because they were actually uh, completely polaxed and... Bedridden and not in a good way. No, I know. The I hear the bed soaking wet through and again, not in a good way. I think it's pure sweat, isn't it? Oof. Rather than bugless. Oof, God, oof, no. no. Oof, God, you mentioned no. it. Oof, oof, oof. I mean, it... I mean, most of us don't complain about sleeping in a wet bed, but that's usually because it's a nice wet bed and not <laughs> a bacteria-ridden wet bed. Oof, you can't beat a good tsunami, darling, can you? Absolutely. I know. Oof, where I'd live in this, I can tell, can't you? Oh, you're making this shit up as we so go So anyway, along. there we go. Right, so now we're on the 11th hour and I get the phone call, so I have to jump into Thunderbird 1 or T-Girl 1 and uh, put the blue light on top and scream through the streets of uh, the city and arrived remarkably quickly, actually. Rather that, um, that is not something to brag about, that you arrive remarkably quickly. When I'm supposed to be somewhere, the answer is yes. But if I'm supposed to be doing something, the answer is most definitely no. OK. I can testify to that the other night. Oops, sorry, overshares. <clears throat> Mind you, I don't do things like that. So there we are. I overtook a Ferrari on the way in, actually. Did you? Yes, the driver was smiling at me. He gave me the thumbs up as I cut in front of him. And then realised that my exhaust was rather dirty. <laughs> But um, never mind, that was smoke and fumes. You don't usually have a dirty exhaust, do you, Tina? Uh, no, of course not. This is purely in a motoring sense. Ah, um, OK. The sound Take engi- my mind back out of the gutter. The sound engineer over there is on the floor at the moment doing the dying fly, laughing his socks off. Um, so where are we? Oh, I think we need to start with the animated shorts. Yes, Absolutely. Mm. Everybody likes an animated short. So if you're on Twitter and you're on various other things, they... I don't know what got into him. It's like The Simpsons, isn't it? Yes. I think it's quite good fun, though. So if you've not seen them, you must have a giggle and have a look at them. I do think the creation of you was rather gorgeous. Well, I did assist with that. I was... But that's because I'm an interfering cow. So I I did assist with my own creation. I I don't think... Mr Naughty looks quite naughty as well, doesn't he, with his headset on? He looks like he's just come out of one direction, doesn't he? Yes, he, he on does. Stage. That yeah. wrong direction. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen it already, then do have a hunt round on the Twitter. I think they're going to repost them this week because they're, um, they're obviously uh, rather busy with um, trying to get better. So they're not up to sort of activities like you normally see on their Twitter feed. Yes. It's never the same with the tissue up your nose, is it? It's nothing quite so sexy about it. Or the sound of sniffing. Yes. Or Kleenex. I mean, Kleenex is useful, don't get me wrong. Yes. And and Kleenex covered in a sticky solution is usually a good thing, but not when it's come from your nose. Ah, this is getting rather disgusting. Let's get back on track. So, okay, where are we now? Heaven forbid we would take it to something disgusting. I want to talk about the social side. Okay. Okay, because with the social side of things, obviously people in the um, muggle world perceive that every time people that are in a naughty hobby get together, (coughs) excuse me, 
that the only time they ever get together in a lot of cases is when they are doing silly For things. For a carnal basis. Well, you know, how can you put it? Fruit bowls, keys. Hello, darlings. You're coming around for a cup of tea. Yeah, there's the pineapple. There's the fruit bowl. And the pampas grass is looking slightly jaded. Should we go upstairs now and have naughties? In actual fact, they don't realise that we actually really, a lot of us do enjoy the social side of things. Absolutely. And because we don't have our naughty hobby to hide, we actually have really, really interesting, open, good conversations and really nice social times. And it slightly dispels the myth of the fact that all we're ever thinking about is naughties. I take back the other evening a rather absolutely gorgeous, divine Chinese meal. Yes, didn't Mm, we just? Yes. With fans set to our colour schemes. It was rather amazing. I know, yeah, but it was nice. But, I mean, the topic... Uh, And you in your ting-tong outfit. The prawn crackers are very nice. (laughs) Prawn crackers. We've got to be really careful here because we don't want to offend anyone. Um, But I will say to you that it just Oh, heaven forbid, there are a few people I would love to offend. But, no, on the whole, most of the listeners... We said we weren't going to talk about that. Push my mouth. Wash it out with soap. Mm. I've washed it out with a few things, but soap is not one of them. No. I, I pull a face at the wrong flavoured lube. I'm not putting Carex in my mouth. I have got a funny story about putting strange things in your mouth. Oh, go on, do share. So my mum went on holiday with my dad. My dad was very, very, very straight-laced. Oh, where's this going? So my mum ran out of suntan lotion. So she goes to the nearest pharmacist in, in very broken English, which means she shouted loudly and slowly at the pharmacist. She said that she needed some... Oh, it was after sun that she needed. So she, they gave her a bottle of what she believed to be after sun and they went back to the hotel. And my mum applied after sun to my dad and my dad applied after sun to my mum, like an- you do when you're a married couple. And um, later on, my mum said that they had got a little... Holiday friendly. It's a special way that things happen on holiday, isn't there? That wouldn't normally happen at home when the kids are about. You know, when you're relaxed and there's no distractions and there's sort of that liberated atmosphere of the heat and the sun and the sand and nobody to bother you, no television. So my mum went south to visit and impress my dad, only to find there was local anaesthetic in the after sun. She said it took her four hours to get any feeling back in her tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Which, in our world, we kind of share like that and it's pretty normal. But coming from your mum about your dad, God rest her soul. What what, what I will go to say is, going back to our topic of conversation around the the social side of the scene, um, you know, it is really nice to be able to sort of go out as mates... Okay, with not a giant, great illuminated sign over your head saying we're all very naughty people and actually enjoy going to places and going to events. Yes. And socially, not a word is mentioned about the naughty hobby and we just, but but we don't have to guard or hide what we say. Yes. Okay. And that sort of nicely slides... I do like a nice slide. Like an exceptionally naughty pole dancer. Mm, goodness gracious me, how did she ever get those thighs around that pole? I'll never know. She was rather the, spectacular, to wasn't the burlesque she? Yeah, we attended. Mm, with Mr. and Mrs. Naughty. A and Saturday a few, night well spent. And a few other rather lovely people. And wasn't it a lovely atmosphere? It was an amazing atmosphere. 
and I mean, I can't remember a name now, but um, the acts were fantastic. Can you remind me? What were the acts? Let me think. There was... So so there was... Who's the compare? So the, the compare was... Um, saucy. Saucy, Sammy... Saucy... Sammy something or other. No, Saucy Junior. Something or Davis other. Junior. Something. Saucy Davis Junior. Yeah. Who, um... Who Do you know were... what? Wasn't he the spitting image of, of a certain, um... I wasn't sure whether it was Eddie Murphy... Or whether it was... Um... He did say Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And when he did the dance, he did look remarkably like Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But what a compare. He was fantastic. And what a voice. And he'd obviously got a cold or something, because as the night went on, you could hear his voice going. I'd send him a message to say how amazed I was at how he held it together. Yes. And he sent back the most glorious one that said, thank you so much. Um... And it was the Peacock Lounge. Do you want to name drop the Peacock Lounge? We absolutely need to name. Although, don't take a table because we're going to the next one and we couldn't get a table this time. So, The Peacock Lounge burlesque shows are held roughly quarterly. Um, and this one in particular was a fantastic effort considering they'd have to move everything because of a certain national radio station um, gate crashing the date that they'd originally planned for. So all of the acts, I think, were fantastic and they pulled together and they supported the team that organised the Peacock Lounge rather beautifully. And we actually ended up with some of the A-list of the burlesque stars there. Yes, and we, and we have to big up the team that do organise the Peacock Lounge. You and I have visited on numerous occasions together with varying groups of friends but always together and it, i've never been yet and had a bad night it's always been an amazing night the team do a sterling job and it's thoroughly enjoyable and very affordable i can't get over the ewok i never thought in a million years i'd find myself fantasizing about star wars afterwards i've never seen an ewok do a burlesque show no no and um the um, I, I'm struggling to find words for the, the closing part of the number. The way she stripped off, honestly. Oh, goodness gracious me. I've never seen fur fall so beautifully in my life. But then, I mean, honestly, when she turned round and everything came off and then she turned round, I have never seen lightsaber tassels no. on nipples before. No, and, and the... God, um, did they swing, darling. Absolutely, and, and the Death Star Merkin was a, was a triumph. Oh, it was, wasn't it? It yeah. was. Yes, I can see myself now going... Oh, ooh, the force is strong with this one. Yes. Because um, they had quite a few intervals, because what happens is they do intervals, um, and during the intervals, um, it gives you time to go out and socialise, and you can sort of talk as well about what you've just witnessed. And you sort of, with that unbelievable thing, I'd never seen someone do that with their balls before. Um, Rodney's balls. What that man could do with balls was... Did you see how many he had in his mouth? I saw, I've never seen anybody get so many balls in their mouth at one time. And I've never seen anyone play Beethoven's Ode to Joy using uh, ping-pong balls and uh, graduating gin bottles before. It was perfect. With their mouth? Yeah. It was like Sticky Vicky, but without the sticky. Who's Sticky Vicky? Who's Sticky Vicky? Oh, you don't know. Are you going to play innocent with us? I don't know what you're on about. You can't imagine, can you? Nothing to do with me, Sticky Vicky. Oh, no, nothing at all. Go on, explain. Is it something to do with the television programme? So Sticky Vicky is a, an entertainer from Benidorm who... Is that that ancient television programme that crashed and burned? No, no, it didn't crash and burn. It's still going, isn't it? I don't know no. what it's currently on, but they, they're, they're still running versions of it. But that's like so, early naughtiness. Absolutely. 
Go on. So, Sticky Vicky um, fires items from her... No. Yes. Oh. But apparently her grand... Now, this is... I haven't Googled it, so I can't be certain that what I'm saying is accurate. Are you sure? Absolutely. I think you're telling Punky Pies. So, apparently her granddaughter has taken over. Oh. Because Sticky Vicky is... Following the family tradition? Yes. Oh, crikey. This is what I heard. It's I like would have to Google perfor- it for factual I suppose correctness. it must be like circus performance as well. I wonder yes. if it happens in, the, in, in, in that particular industry. Do you think that, um, you know, how can you put it? You, have to, you train your children and grandchildren up. This is surrounding some rather taboo and incestuous. We'll change the subject. Let's change the subject rather quickly. Oh, crikey. So anyway, what were you telling me the other day about your single men's? You've been having single men contacting you, haven't you, for more advice, haven't you? Well... <laughs> They they do a little. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, it does happen from time to time. Single men and couples, um, and ladies, but uh, predominantly single men. In the absence of um, the beautiful and electable Roxy, I suppose we might as well could do a. Um, how can you put it? Ask Deb's session. <laughs> Um, it's interesting, actually, because I've got a dilemma for you, Deborah. OK. Um, and um, uh, it's um, a rather lovely message that um, I received, and um, I'm finding it slightly confusing. I'm wondering, perhaps, you might be able to advise me on it. Um, I got this rather lovely message sent to me. Um, bear in mind, if you don't know, I'm a dick with a chick. And, um, By the way round. Or is it a dick with... No, a it's chick a, with, with a, a dick. dick. So, anyway, starts off with a beautiful message. Um, Dear Mistress Fontes, I think you're absolutely amazing. Um, I can't and think, he's right. I can't think of anything um, that I could um, say that could compare with your beauty and your divine wit and wisdom. And so that started quite an interesting dialogue. So, at that point, I thought to myself, I will actually engage. Um, because I do get an awful lot of messages. Lured in. And, and like a fool, I was lured in. Because it goes to say, Hi, sexy, you kind of reminded, reminded me of my ex, but you're hotter. And I thought to myself, oh, that's really interesting. And um, and then another message was sent. And, and unfortunately, the obligatory um, penis picture was sent to me, which now, don't get me wrong, boys and girls, we kind of come to expect it, but... If you are a single gentleman, your words of wisdom have always been to engage the mind and not post the obvious. Absolutely. Because, as you say, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, but every man has one, and then most of them are not very photogenic. Well, they used to be taken in toilets. Yes. What is it about that? You've got pants around ankles. Work gear. Or in the disabled toilet with the handrail at the side of you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought to myself, well, I might or as well... Or a Lynx can. Or a Sky Remote. Please don't disrespect Lynx. I mean, no disrespect, <laughs> but you know full well that the whole of Essex has a cloud of Africa over it every single Christmas. <laughs> don't demoralise the poor people that live for Lynx. Oh, goodness gracious me. I mean, what are we going to do this year? I've just been to a shop this afternoon. I have seen aisles of it. I am talking 40 foot 
of Lynx gift nice, packs. Nice, beautiful. And there's a new one that looks very green and looks like the sort of thing that if you did rub on your gentleman's vegetables, you'd be on fire with, but never mind. You know, oh, some of those no, minty no, no, ones. no, 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 please, 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 boys, remember, if we're going to go anywhere near it, it needs to smell clean, but we do not want a mouthful of Lynx. Do not spray the vegetables. No vegetables are to be harmed in the making of this. So anyway, this conversation, I'll get back on track, shall I now? Absolutely lovely, opening, engaging conversation, then crashes and burns with a picture of a penis. And so I thought to myself, I thought, me being me, I sent him back of one of mine. And I just said to him, did your ex come with one of these? Um, The reply was quite funny. Because uh, this, bear in mind, is a straight gentleman says, no, she didn't, but that excites me. So I thought, how lovely. Ah, uh, he's fab straight. Yes. Not straight straight, fab straight. Because yes. we both know there's something very different about straight straight and fab straight. That's very true, actually, because I'm, I still find it confusing sometimes. Their profiles are very, very, um, how can you put it, conventional. Yes. Um, but then the content of their messages is extremely naughty yes and it's obvious that they're obviously playing under the radar very naughty boys oh dearie dearie dear so words of wisdom gentlemen engage the mind as usual please and avoid sending the obvious and concentrate on focusing unless requested because there are ladies on fab that like that stuff Mm. mrs n being one of them Actually, come to think of it, yeah, you've got a good point there. But send it on request. Mm. I'm looking at this list of things that we wrote down rather hastily about five minutes ago. Well, yes. About, <laughs> about 20 minutes ago, um, trying to get our head around it all. Um, so we talked about the burlesque, we've talked about socials, and the fact that, oh yeah, socials, here's one for you. Do you remember playgrounds? Yes, I do. Bless their souls. Obviously, Playgrounds has moved and they've had a change of direction. I've been to see the new one. Have you? Oh, gosh. Oh, Rod and Jackie and the whole team. What an amazing little den you've got. It's not that little, actually. So, but having said that, there's a new direction. Not one direction, a new direction, which is in secret socials. Okay. So. Do tell more. So basically, the idea is, um, when everything's settled down, is um, similar to a couple of other facilities that do this sort of thing now, where it's Lich Vegas, for example. Um, they do their socials. And, we went and to the that. social that we attended. Exactly. And they're sort of thinking along the lines of people that have attended those sort of events, hosting a social um, within... How can you put it? A very quick dash to a hotel. Mm. Literally, I'm talking about a minute's walk. Okay. So you could go to a really nice house party and you can enjoy that. Very exclusive, though. They have said that they want it will be very secret. So it will be if you are asked to attend, you will be asked to sort of say, this is where we're going and not to sort of disclose full details of the location because the beauty is the mystery of the secretness. And it just makes it that little bit better, especially if you are people that are in the naughty hobby and you really do value discretion. It's that edge that gives you that little bit more so that you've got that privacy, which is rather lovely. 
So everyone's asked not to disclose. Um, well, we don't want to turn it into a bun fight. Well, exactly, exactly. So that's rather lovely. And that's something that's going to be going forward probably towards the end of this year. Excellent. Um, which I think is rather lovely. And um, what else is there? Where else have we been? What have we been up to? What have you been up to then, my dear? I know you've been here, there and everywhere. Yes. What's been happening at um, the wonderful Liberty Elite? There you go. We're now about 30 minutes into it, and this is the first time we've mentioned Liberty Elite. This is a rarity, isn't it? It is a rarity. Oh, crikey. We will really be in the the, uh, proverbial for not mentioning Liberty Elite at least 20 times and not saying the word fuck. Uh, Liberty Elite. Well, well, it is Mr. and and Mrs. N's favourite place in the world, isn't it? So that's why it gets mentioned. And as somebody who works there, I have to say we are very special. It is a very special part of the world. And I am enormously proud to work there. So it does. That is probably why it features quite as much as it does. What's happening on Friday the 13th? A suspicious day, but an auspicious day. Friday Friday the 13th? Is it Vegas Vixens? It is indeed. And unfortunately, I'm Mm. going to be on an aeroplane flying back from Spain, so I'm not even going to be able to make it. Oh, crikey. There you go, there's an old crikey Frontina. That one got in about 45 minutes in, I think. Blimey, took 45 minutes to get an old crikey out of Tina. It doesn't usually take me that long to get an old crikey out of Tina. So, let's talk about that. So, 13th... is going to be Vegas Vixens, and there will be the usual roulette wheel. So, come and get your chocolate coins, and you'll be able to win all kinds of very naughty things from the naughty couple's locker of naughtiness limited places now isn't it it is they're they're down to very i think we've only got a couple of rooms left for the evening um if you wanted to uh, book accommodation and the guest list is very nearly full so you need to get a move on ladies and gentlemen that guest list list is very fucking hot it is always very hot mr and mrs n do make a remarkable job of picking their guest list very carefully do you remember the last one I do indeed. Caligula would have blushed if he'd gone in the big room. Wouldn't he just? Crikey, he'd run out of there stark naked, wouldn't he, running? Honestly, I've never seen so many beautiful people and so many beautiful bodies enjoying such a beautiful time. Absolutely. As it should be. Exactly as it should be. I noticed you even took a look up there and came back down with a wicked smile on your face and dragged them back up there. You've got to see what's going on in that room. Absolutely. I did try and get into the hot tub, but there was like people soup. There was that many bodies... That I just thought, no, I'm not going to fit I wouldn't use the word people soup because I think they're very respectful in that hot tub. It's not... Oh, no, 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 they're massively respectful. It's just so many people in a hot tub. If you stand back and look at it, it, it looks, like... looks like people soup. Oh, of course. I was thinking more about a bird's eye ready meal in a boil in a bag. <laughs> oh, no, that'd be, my tit... that'd be my tits if I went in there. Yes, Crikey, it would you can be. see it now. 27,000 portions of rice. Yes, 27,000 portions of boiled rice, yeah. I'd be walking around serving free Chinese all night. That wouldn't do the buffet very good, would it? Still never mind. Um, so, that's the 13th, I believe, and that's the Vegas Vixens event. Now, I'm going to talk about something else. Because Roxy's not here... And this is Roxy's baby. Yes. As we well know. Yes. Together with her wonderful team of dangerously curvy ladies. Um, on the 20th 
is... Now, I am going to be at this event. This one is... Is it the Rocky Tribute? And... So, we're doing Rocktober. Thank you. Rocktober? Yes, Rocktober. Elaborate. So, right, so, um, I say we, that's the royal we, not me at all. So, Roxy and Zeb... I've um, planned October's event to be Rocktober. So it'll be a, a cross between um, rock and the Rocky Horror Show. So depending on how you want to address that. Oh, so you could turn up Gothy Rocky? Yes, absolutely. You could be rock Gothy Chick. You could rock be... Chick, or you could turn up as Frank and Fertile, or you could just come in a rock t-shirt, or you could just come as you usually do. So what's your... What's... I shouldn't keep using the word come when it comes to the club, should I? That's come with C-O-M-E, of... C-O-M-E darling, not C-U-M, you yes. filthy minx, but, honestly. But there was a lot of come in that yeah, sentence, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a lot of come. What's the situation then? If you're going to do Rocky and rock gear, I'm going to ask a contentious question here. That's so not like you, Tina. Ripped jeans, rock goth, no. Jeans? Yes, yes. So what we're saying is... Are they acceptable on yes, this one occasion? on this one occasion, you could come in your jeans, but come no in, a, in a band T-shirt. No trainers. No. Yeah, you see, I, I, I don't, don't think trainers... No. Trainers are just Boots. so, so... Boots would be fine. Common, darling. You don't want to look like you're going to Asda to pick up your shopping. Or as if you're just going off to a festival and do naughty things in the garden. So you need to be rocky and chic. Yes. But not rocky and... Grunge. No grunge. Well, grunge is okay with no. a bit of combat. No, there's no, definitely no, no, no grunge. grunge involved. No, and grunge is not sexy. No grunge. And what about me? Well, it's a golden opportunity because you did say Rocky, so it's going to be a Rocky horror for me. It's definitely going to be Rocky horror for you. Oh, my magentas are coming out already. I can see it now. (laughs) Everybody needs to see your magentas. You dirty bitch. Honestly, as for your Columbia, one day I'll get there. Um, Actually, I won't actually because I value too much as a friend. Yes, my Columbia is reserved for very special people. Oh, you naughty girl. I wonder if Mr Naughty's going to show his riffraff. Oh, God. Oh, God almighty, can you imagine that? Oh. Mr Naughty with his riffraff out. Oh, that wouldn't left? be the first time. I think I've spotted his riffraff on, uh, on TikTok. Really? I think I've possibly spotted his riffraff on TikTok. I think more like Twitter X, mate. That's why it's called X these uh, days. Oh, right, OK. Somebody I don't know. I don't me, do anything with a little bird. Somebody, somebody said to me the other day about Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I told them, so if you put stuff on Instagram and TikTok and it's very rude, it'll get knocked down. But if you put it on Twitter and they were talking about promoting something on Twitter, I said, think twice about that one. Yes. <laughs> Twitter's becoming very naughty indeed. Oh, crikey. And was they thinking of, of promoting something vanilla on on twitter then they were actually yes. Oh, I was yes. to myself, no wrong market don't bloody follow me um <laughs> that'll be your market gone right down the tubes literally and your mental health um <laughs> yes and your reputation probably because you then we discover you're associated with me um which will probably put you right in the bottom of the pile so that's the 20th and again i would urge you to get in there and get on the lists um and I think if you are um, a single... I think a, the same again. We're down to only a couple of rooms for that. So they need to get on and get rooms booked if you want accommodation. But Roxy's events are fabulous. And um, the Dangerous Curves one is exceptionally naughty. But again, single gentleman, I think it's limited. So you need to be sensible. 
you need to uh, um, send a message to Roxy and Zeb either via Fab on their profile or via email and you can get the details for both of them from the Liberty Elite website. Right. We'll shortly be uh, going for a uh, interval now, I think. Um, have you got your ice cream? Why do you need a slurp of something? No, have you got your ice cream truck thing? You know, like on the Rocky Horror Bitch show? Like um, do you know what we an usherette. Yeah, you know what we want to do? We're like, giving you know, away our ages that we even know what a fucking usherette is. Well, at least I've not got the organ coming up, darling. There's someone playing that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've, I've heard you have the organ coming up quite regularly. <laughs> Shut up, you filthy cow. Honestly. thought you were my friend. You're not supposed to be talking about that. It's supposed to be that air of mystery. Right, so that's done that bit. That's done that. I'm crossing It's a mystery how well. you get that in a dress. It's that's a mystery. the mystery. Don't you leave Toya out of it, mate. We'll be on Teletubbies next. You know what's coming, don't you? It'll be going back to that blooming munch where we had to sit there with Twinky Winky staring at us all night inside that glass box with Absolutely. that kid with the grabber trying to grab its head off. Yes. Oh, God, I've still got nightmares over that now. Traumatic. Got PTSD oh. from that shit. PTSD from the drive home. <laughs> no, that, that's that crippling was... acne. I've got arthritis in my knees as a result of the drive home. So what else have you been up to, young lady? I know you've been very busy privately with your life. Is there any other gossip you've got to share? Because I've got some. Um, you liar. <laughs> I can see exactly what you're thinking in the back of your uh, head, and you can't talk about that. No, I, I, I'm the ultimate discretion, about... and I'm not going to give the game away, but I've had a lovely week. Mm. That's as much as I'm going to say, and at some point I'll be able to wipe this smile off my face. <laughs> Clean the sheets as well. Um, uh, they weren't my sheets, so I don't care. Oh. Get you. Hmm? Oh, crikey. Right, so what else is going on in the world? Obviously, we'll apologise for the content this evening and we do apologise if you are mortally offended and missing the delectable tones of that wonderful laugh. Could you give us a laugh, please, just to keep things going? Please. <laughs> it's not really the same when it's not spontaneous, is it? I and I don't laugh nearly as much as Mrs N. I know. I understood that there I reckon she's got a feather in her knickers, but then I know she doesn't very often wear any knickers, so that might be an issue. That's a bit of an issue. Lord knows where the feathers come from then. Um, and of course, Mr. N is, is, is... Incapacitated. I know he's incapacitated, I've seen him. I know. Yeah. He's in the cage again, isn't he, like he was at Cannes? Well, he's been a very naughty boy. Don't and it's the only way to keep him under control because he's a bit of a live wire, is Mr. N. And when he's poorly, he needs controlling. So back in the cage it is. I'm so glad I bought Pandora's bag. He was exceptionally naughty boy when I saw him, so I did have to cuff him. Yes. And he has been chained quite nicely in the corner. So Jolly good, as he should be. And medicated. Mm. Heavily medicated. Medicated with his, um, I think he drinks a lot of that um, fizzy drink. Lemonade. Know. That's yeah. about the fucking limit of it. Lemonade. We've medicated him with lemonade. Do you remember that advertisement, that all white's oh, lemonade? All white's lemonade. All white's lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. Every trying to negotiate lemonade drinker. Yeah. God. Right. So you what can else? just imagine him trying to sneak through the kitchen at night, and the fridge light comes on. He bursts into song. That sounds about right for Mister N. Right. Seeing as they're not here, I'm going to tell you about something else. Right? Oh, yes. Arri- arrival. Arrival. Arrival podcast. Okay. I've been doing some market research. Have you? Hmm. 
And I'm going to say to you about this, this is rather lovely, actually. Okay. You know I've got this passion for BDSM and kink. Yes. And also... I was about to say you have a passion for beating the shit out of people, but it's not like that at all, is it? In fact, it's not remotely like that, unless that's particularly what they want. Tina is very good at beating the shit out of people, if that's what they particularly enjoy. I have witnessed such incidents. But I have noticed as well, you're pretty good with a drill. If anyone gets in your boat, you chuck them out over, over the board. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, so anyway, cut a long story short. Um, swing meets kink. Okay. All right, it's an old chestnut and it goes back a long, long way. Okay. And I'm talking about in the Did dark. Did Noah still have an arc? In the dark ages when Lady Selina and Master Paul were just but mere waifs. No. Oh. They were the probably the very first people to actually... Um, as exponents of exponents of actually having um or doing demos and and displays of um erotic bdsm and bdsm in swinging clubs okay a long long time ago in a galaxy far away so we back to the ewok oh no could you just no no please not the ewok And, and You're not going to concentrate now, are you? You've still got visions of the Ewok. No, it's those tassels. Oh, yes. God. The way the, the green was gorgeous, wasn't it? It was. But the lightsaber murkin, that was ridiculous. Um, so anyway, there is a, a, a wonderful podcast that's going out there, and I'm going to um, shamelessly plug um, Kitten and Her Wolf and their podcast. And they invited me to go along and to share some of my experiences and some of my journey with them on Saturday at Extasia. Well, there was a fetish festival, was there not? Well, it wasn't so much a fetish festival. It was more about an audience of people, a rather interesting audience. And um, we were able to sit there quite happily and we were talking about all these different aspects of swing meets kink. And they were telling me about a rather an amazing event that they do. And they were asking me about my journey. And I sort of explained how pre-COVID, my fabulous Fridays at a certain dungeon underneath the city, right next to a shopping centre that nobody would ever know, but there was a most gorgeous cellar there, um, was a dungeon. And that's where I started um, doing demos and that sort of thing. And the rest of that is history. And then but we do know how Tina loves a demo. And and then the progression to Playgrounds as um, mistress of the Backlash Barn, which I thought was lovely, as well as being welcomed and attended, uh, being able to attend things like Embargo, Devotion, all sorts of different events across the um, Midlands, which um, I still rate very, very highly. And they are wonderful people and wonderful peers of the community that know exactly what they're doing so if you are interested and a really good place to go if you don't if you have an interest but you really don't know much about it it's a good safe environment of people that are very knowledgeable and very willing to pass on that knowledge it's a good place to go and get some advice don't just don't go there for you know don't don't attend munches um munches can be found and we've talked about this before endlessly, so I'm not going to go into too much detail, but make that move and go and attend a social munch and then um, find out where the events are and start to build a network of friends. But and I'm the event embargo event that's held at Liberty Elite is on the calendar. So if you look Ooh. on the website, the event is on the calendar and it will tell you how to get on the guest list, but you must be on the guest list for that one. And you need to message the organisers yes. with not just a... But it, uh, but it will tell you how to... 
to do that by going onto the website. So this Wolf and Kitten podcast, right? Yes. It's supposed to be half an hour. We ended up doing it for two hours. It was fantastic. The conversation and the openness and the questions that I got asked were amazing. See, more when you don't arrive quickly. Exactly. This is why I don't come quickly. So... But I'm going to talk about Extasia because I've got to give a big shout out. There's been lots of clubs mentioned in the past on this particular podcast. But um, I've got to say, absolutely, Paul and Flirt's empire that they've built at Extasia through organic growth over years has turned that venue into something rather beautiful. So imagine you've got a pretty normal vanilla street frontage and... A lovely sort of normal garden entrance with one keypad. Press the button and it opens the door to a utopian world of hedonistic pleasures and divine, divine inspiration for naughtiness. Like entering from the Lady Garden. Yes, but there's lots of bushes around this one. So it depends and if you like a bushy Lady Garden or not. Whether you want your Lady Garden manicured or not. Well, you could say that. So I attended the Flirt Cinema. Is there still a three-foot dog sat at the front door? I didn't see it. I have a photograph of it. I had to take a photograph of it from my hotel window when I stayed there the night to send to my friend and go, oh, my God, there is a three-foot dog in sunglasses sat outside the front door. I didn't spot him. You would not have missed him. Somebody's probably nicked him. Well, he could have been moved into one of the fetish rooms. You could, know. Yeah, well, yes, there is that. He sat, he sat down so there would be... No. There's no... No. No, we're not no, there. just no. We're no. not going there. So anyway, Paul and Flirts, the cinema is amazing. The seats are amazing. It's like that. I think they've got them out of an airliner. I can't go into a cinema. No, I kid you not. They are like an airliner. Seriously. I can't go into an adult cinema. Why? Well, I own more porn than probably they do. But if I go into an adult cinema, I start to giggle. Like a six-year-old, my whole body shakes. I'm giggling that hard I just have to leave because people are looking at me. Because I look like I'm having a seizure because I'm laughing that much. And I've got no idea why. It makes no sense. I'm not embarrassed by it. Nothing. But the minute I go into an adult cinema, I just start to giggle like a child. I'll be honest with you. I've still got a VHS recorder at home and I've got some German. And porn, do you know there's nothing better than playing it backwards? You know, when they go around, does and that like trick. evolve the devil or something? You do that backwards, don't you? No, don't go that one. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I attended the podcast, but I'm, I'm going to shout out I think Astasia itself is a fantastic club, it's a beautiful mix. You've got obviously, you've got a daytime cinema which is really well appointed, and the bar is fantastic, and it feels as if you are literally walking into an old bar. I think it was a pub at one stage. But there's something there that really captured my imagination, and that is the artwork. Okay. On the walls... Can't say I've ever been there and looked at the artwork, funnily enough. No, on the walls, adorning the walls, are original, um, very provocative cinema posters of the time. Emmanuel Three, Emmanuel Goes to Is this Tokyo, in the, cinema? the Young Lady Chatterley, beautiful framed posters, original ones, and they are just iconic artwork. Is this Abs- in the cinema? In the cinema. That's on why the I've walls. never seen them because I yeah. can't go in there. I think Ab- I'd be banned. No, but absolutely to see that sort of history preserved 
And it's not all about... And now I need to go to the cinema and look. Oh, no, I'll show you a picture. They're fantastic. Honestly, do you know what? I was absolutely besotted by them. And it's the stupid things with me. You Devil's know. in the detail, darling. Well, Devil's in the detail. And then the main club itself. The main club is amazing because as you enter, you do go through this process where they, you obviously do your entrances, then you're given a secure little bag to put your high valuable items in. See, I'm always disappointed when I go there. There's like we walk into reception, sign in. There's several hunky men stood there oh, they are gorgeous, waiting to aren't they? take my stuff from me. Damn shame they're all straight, isn't it? And fuck all you can do to get frisked i've tried it i've tried everything what does a girl have to do to get frisked around here nothing i opened my bag once did you mm. i bet you've opened your bag more than once yeah you still wouldn't frisk me the bastard never mind having looked you in your bag i doubt he would frisk you but you know hasn't... you know what's amazing though right i love that side of it where it's like made it perfectly clear that like you will not use your phone but it will be safe and it will be protected. And so you just, if you do have a situation where you have got little people, you can tell them if you've got problems and you can go downstairs and check it. There's always someone there watching. Yes, yes. And it's not like it's not unattended, which is brilliant. You walk round the corner, up the stairs. Oh, it's like going to the old cinema, isn't it? Because you go up and then round the stairs and then you come to the corner, you go down the steps a bit and you see this massive dance floor. And then you look at the stairs and go, wish I hadn't put these fucking stilettos on. Speak for yourself, I suppose. Well, not everybody can walk in a pair of heels like you walk in a pair of heels, darling. I've been into town with you in them heels. Yeah, I remember running across the street. Uh, But changing this a bit. So you walk into Ecstasia and down one side you've got this beautiful bar. Okay, it looks just like a nightclub. You've got this wonderful big open stage with the sort of barriers around the edges. So you've got places to mingle and all that sort of thing. The level of sound is like pretty cool. It's not that you don't have a conversation, which is really important. There are certain places where you cannot have a conversation. Yes, absolutely. And what do you do? You end up talking and spitting in someone's face. Yeah. That is not going to get your knickers in there. No, no way, Jose. You won't engage well, the body. In certain cases, bodily fluids on the face is a bonus. Oh, I'm trying to keep the moral high ground here for the first time in my natural life. I was just you. about to say, where did that come from? Because I've never had that come out of your mouth. And this evening on, ladies and gentlemen, on Vanilla's Vixen, now changing the subject. No, we won't. I'm going to say a real testament and a shout-out to Paul and Flirt because they took that club, they kept it going, they organically grew it all the way through COVID, they stood by their beds, literally, and it has blossomed and evolved. And I hear they've got more plans, which I think is lovely because there's always something in the back of their mind over something new to do. And the range of events they do there are phenomenal. And if you've never been, I recommend that you do go. Um, and and the, the playrooms sort of disappear downstairs and there's another dungeon at the back, which is very naughty. But I went there on a Sunday. I had a man electrocuted in there once, intentionally. Oh, violently wanded. Yes, he was. Oh, was it a purple one? It was. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they've got a very diverse... Um, eclectic mix of different events which range from the mild to the extremely wild um but every single event is really well crewed and it's really well monitored 
Um, I think there's Shamed, which is a very sort of high-end BDSM, high-protocol event. And Kit and the Wolf were telling me about that because it's one of their Do you favorites. want to just clarify what a high-protocol event is? High-protocol is where the ground rules are set out over who you can touch or how you engage with people, how certain people appear. So, for example, if they're slaves, they're allowed to do certain things but not other things, where the mistresses may be looked at but maybe not spoken to unless they're asked for permission. And it's basically about following ground rules around consent and engagement. So a very strict event. Oh, yes. Yes. And also... They can be very extreme, so they can be not the sort of thing, for example, that you would see... It's not a taster session, then? Oh, uh, no, definitely not. (laughs) No, 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 definitely. That was what I was trying to to make the point of. So for those that don't understand the scene as that side of things... It's definitely eyes wide, jaws open at times, and shut up and watch, because these people know what they're doing, and it's not... Some of it is is quite shocking. Yes. But it's all done with consent and safety. Yes. And it's good that it's done, because it's done in an environment that's safe and managed, which is fantastic. Anyway, that's part of it. But it is a don't-try-this-at-home type of event. uh, No, no, no. You don't want to end up like certain rock stars hanging from the lampshades, for example. No. It doesn't go down well, does it? No. It causes a problem with the neighbour as well absolutely um but um so where was i well we digress but you and i are like this which is why when we decide to have dinner together oh it goes on till three o'clock in the morning we, say, making we, content we, we must for you. we must finish early because we've both got work the next morning and at 3 a.m i go i better go home now and i say at 6 a.m i'm supposed to be at work yes crikey but uh, no i Interestingly enough, we were talking, I was talking today actually, I, I, I was talking to someone that was asking me some advice about pronouns and things like that and um, we had a really good discussion um, around sort of how diverse the scene has become and around how people sort of get sucked into it and it can almost become obsessive, can't it? Yes. And it could be sort of blanking out everything. Very much so. And it can take over your world if you allow it to. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, if you've had a very vanilla life and suddenly you have the excitement of our world... It's like a bomb going off, isn't it? It is just like a bomb going off and can take over your every waking thought and a lot of your sleeping ones as well. Mm, exactly. And you tend to block things beds. out. But it was interesting because they were they were able to sort of ask someone like myself, who is an ambassador in the LGBTQ community, not only in my world, but also in my work. And we had a really good discussion. And um, I was using sort of, um, just when you thought it was safe, and you thought that their sick joke and the Silly joke from Mr. Naughty. He wasn't going to be said. Uh, I'm awfully sorry, but we're 45 minutes into it and you haven't got away with it. Now, I really must point this one out. I told you this was ad-libbed and off the hook. Now, I was talking about the situation. I was using the example of James Bond, Daniel Craig, who, to, who when he was interviewed during the um, latter parts of his Bond career, openly said that some of his best nights where he goes to inclusive environments because it's not full of idiots. Right. And he can actually have a nice time, have a drink, and not have people pestering for his autograph and also trying to glut him or something stupid like that. Absolutely. And it comes into the situation of the um, weekly joke. Now... <clears throat> James Bond. Mm. I tell you what, 
there have been some very hot bonds in my time. Oh, yes. But there's some absolutely gorgeous ladies as well, isn't there? There is Ooh. indeed. Oh, I don't know. Which one's the best one? Do you know what? You could never think which was the best one, could you? Anyway, I digress. So, here's the joke, okay? I shall try and do it in the usual inimitable style of... Uh, Mr N. <laughs> it's Mr N here. And I shall attempt to giggle along. Okay, are you ready, Mrs Naughty? No, I'm bracing myself. Oh, are you really? Right. Viagra. Mmm, it won't make you James Bond, but it will make you Roger Moore. <laughs> Now, sweet. <laughs> is it the way I said it? I mean, it won't make you James Bond, but it will make you Roger Moore. Mm. How oh, that's very actually naughty. funny. Why can't Mr. N find funny ones? And this is that why was we, actually funny. This is why we need to give full credit to the people that sent this in. And we have permission to share their name. Oh, okay. Their fabulous fab name of Swing When You're Winning 23. I've actually met them on the door at work. Have you? Yes. Lovely people. Are they really? Lovely, lovely people, yes. They're actually really nice people. Yes, they are genuinely nice people. So I can now put this, um, what is it, this object in front of me that's got this, what is it about predictive texting? Oh, you've got to love a predictive text. Do you know I what it says here? Do you know what it says here, right, for the word Viagra, right? It says via Grant. Ah, yes. Now, who the hell is Grant? All I can think of when you hear the word Grant is Grant Mitchell. Ah? Huh? Right? EastEnders. I always think about a new roof. What, a roof, Grant? Yeah. All those people that ring up and offer you a boiler. Absolutely. Oh, one of them did that to me. It was really funny. Would you like a free boiler? Yes, please. Actually, no, I don't want the boiler. I'll have the money instead. No, it doesn't work like that. And it's like, oh, we ended up with this big discussion. And I found out the real name, of course, which isn't the real name. And they said it was Peter Parker. And I sort of went, that's made up. And I said, what's the weather like where you are? And he said, it's, it's lovely. I said, what do you mean it's lovely? It's, it's minus 30 it's degrees. Lashing down. Where are you calling from? He said, Bristol. And I said, oh, that's interesting. What's the weather like? It's lovely and sunny here. I went, well, that's just shot that one in the foot. He said, why is that? I said, because it's actually minus 30 and we're all having the bloody beast from the east here, darling. So it's obviously calling me up from somewhere that's totally not the real person. So, Mr. Peter Parker, be Peter Parker, you can shove that pen right up your... Anyway, at that point, he cut off. I don't yeah, know put why. put the phone down on you. Funny that. I know, but never mind. Unsolicited telephone calls. Never call me for an unsolicited one. You don't know whether you're going to get Mistress Tina Von Tees or you're going to get him saying what you want. Right, where are we now? How are we doing? Do you think think we're nearly out of time? I I think we're probably nearly out of time. I reckon you and I have got more rabbit than water shipped down. We could probably have done four of these episodes. But I do hope that Mr and Mrs N make speedy recovery so they're back next week. Because otherwise they'll have lost all of their listeners with you and I going on. No, joking apart, seriously, we've covered some some wide-ranging topics. It's been absolutely amazing. It has been an absolute joy, hasn't it? I'm not entirely sure what... I think Mr N's head might spin off when he's got to try and edit this. How did we actually ad-lib all this crap with 20 minutes notice? Are you going to let me out? No, get back in your cage! You've been a very naughty boy. Get back in your cage now, you... Oof, You're not allowed child. out until you've got oh. germ-free. Oh, you naughty... There, that's for being so cheeky, you naughty creature. Honestly, Deborah, deal with him Throw immediately. Throw a blanket over him, make him stay where he is. Pass him some more ice cubes. Uh, yeah, but Don't I've got the other... Them... I'm going to shove him up his ass. I haven't got the head end for shoving ice cubes in. 
Oh no, oh no, this Again. is terrible. <laughs> Mrs. Nortis, uh, Mrs. Nortis looking at us in a very strange way at the moment. That's because she's so poorly. Don't worry about it, Mrs. Norty. It's fine. He'll be fine when he takes his medication. Put him back in the corner now. Back and in your box. And at that point, I think we need to pull the plug on this one. Otherwise, we'll probably be locked up. Well, I, I think will... if we don't pull the plug, uh, somebody will. So we probably ought to go. Let's go and have a cup of tea. Bye. Bye. Bye.